Hello, this is Lisa Rusick and Misty Lore with the podcast We Are All Psychic. And today we have some fantastic guests and they are very dear to my heart because they do a podcast. But first, we'd like to ask them a question. Misty, I'm going to ask Jennifer. And okay. Misty, would you like to ask Jill and I'll ask Jennifer? Sure. All right, sure. Jennifer, do you think we're all psychic? I do think we're all psychic. I think as humans, we are so much more than our physical selves. And we all have that spiritual self. However, in our Western society, it doesn't really value spiritual knowledge. So I think that we are conditioned, most of us, to believe that our psychic knowledge isn't real. But I do think we all have it for sure. So yes, I do. Awesome. Yes, we are. Right. Okay. Bill, uh, yeah. you know, it's your turn. Jill, <laughs> do you think that we're all psychic? Absolutely. And Jen and I often refer to psychic ability in a metaphor for singing, right? So everyone has the ability to sing, but not yeah. everyone's Lady, Lady Gaga. We're not doing it yeah. professionally. Yes, I like we, that. We do it in worship. We do it to, to pass the time. We do it... Um, to you know for fun and ourselves yeah exactly and that's the same way we use our psychic ability and so jen and i in the podcast we hope to make um other people more aware of their psychic ability and how they can use that in different ways in their everyday life yeah you were in the right place today yeah (laughs) thank you 100 not like we're making a lot of money off this we just (laughs) we love it I'm getting paid in soul dollars. Brownie points from your mom and soul dollars. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, how, how did you get into doing this podcast? Uh, you, you, by the way, what is the name of your podcast for the listeners? It's Common Mystics. Common Mystics. Ooh, like. Go check them out. Mm-hmm. Um, so how, what, where did you guys start with this? Were you like raised in a family that was pretty typically you were? So tell me about it. Well, our our childhood was different than most people's because our mother was an astrologer and very huh. into the metaphysical. And our grandmother was a psychic medium. She had prophetic dreams. Oh. Um, so we just grew up with the knowledge that all of this is real and it all exists. And it was nurtured. You know, mom did all of our astrological charts. She took us to Native American healers, shaman. We oh. had Reiki. We were going around Chicagoland seeing the ble- the um, the crying Madonnas, you know. So it yeah. was it was all part of our upbringing, and there were always psychics at the house. So much so <laughs> that a lot of our family friends were psychics, How you know. Fun. So it was just something that was our entire childhood was steeped in. So like when you were, so how, like when you were younger, was this like in the eighties or the nineties? When was this? Eighties. I'm born in 1980 and Jen's seven years older than me. So, okay. Okay. Cool. Right. So, um, yeah, well, like we're, we're right in between the two two of us are in between your ages. So, um, I just know that that, you know, that age frame, I, I don't, I didn't know anybody who did this stuff at all. I, I, you know, I've watched and read the books and watched TV and, you know, stuff like that and wanted to know about it, but a person who does it, like, it'd be like a rock well, star if I met yeah, them, you right. know? Um, so like, when did you, what did your what mother like weird? kind of point out different gifts you have, or did she help you develop anything like that? Or what or was unique? It, what was unique and even though we were 
we were raised in this way, we didn't have the, the verbiage. We didn't say grandma was a psychic medium. She right. wouldn't, she wouldn't identify herself, but that's what she did. Right? Right. right. So we, Jennifer and I were experiencing different things, but for me, I was always comparing what I was experiencing to how I perceived my grandmother's experiences or my aunt's experiences, or even my mom's. So I didn't know that what was happening when I would get images in, in my head. I didn't realize that that was specific to mediumship as opposed to just right. being psychic. Right. Like I, I use, so it wasn't until Jen and I met a famous psychic Kim Russo of, um, the haunting of fame. And the first thing she said to me was you're a medium. And then it clicked. Right. And then I was like, that's what I'm doing. And so I called my mom and I was like, I'm a medium. And, I'm, <laughs> and my mom, she was like, Oh, that's what we're calling it. I was like, uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I mean, my mom was, was, um, a lot like, uh, your mom, but she, she was still struggling to uh, find her abilities as well. So she believed it. And um, we would always research and, and read books about it. And we were interested in it, but neither one of us knew really what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we mm-hmm. tried, you know. That's how you find out a lot of the time. Right. It's just not right. knowing and, and it happening, you know, or right. trying different things and something. Oh, now like we've that. got like three different moms, different ways. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think another interesting thing, too, about our childhood is even though we grew up in the same house, being seven years older than Jill, we had different experiences. Yeah, you might have taught your sister a lot, too, I guess. Right. Well, not really, because Uh our I don't know if this is typical of people who identify as psychic, but we grew up with a lot of chaos. It was a broken home. We had a single mother. Right. She was trying to make ends meet. So Mm -hmm. I was the oldest and I had to be responsible and rational. And so I. All right. Hi, (laughs) Missy. Thank you. Thank you. Can I get an amen? So, <laughs> so um, I personally was trying to get away from the craziness of my household, right? Yes. I wanted to escape this, yes. you know, crazy, chaotic environment. And I went like straight, you know, I went, yeah. I went to school. I was like, I'm getting out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I turned yeah. off that part of myself, whereas yeah. Jill the youngest. Yeah. Um, she was different from Jill. You were different from the start. Jill really <laughs> did. She was using her spiritual gifts from the very beginning as a little girl. She had imaginary friends. She just had this kind of sense about her that things really suck, but it's going to be okay. And she just had this <laughs> knowing she was always so positive, even though she, you know, was <laughs> I would say this Jennifer like a street me. urchin <laughs> Jennifer <laughs> like running around the streets that's a true <laughs> statement that's a true statement Jennifer taught me life skills like I would not be a functional human being if I did not had Jennifer's influence Aww. but like Aww. it's true and I, I needed balance. I couldn't be on the woo woo feel good. There had to be some practicality. And that's really what Jennifer brought to me. Like, you don't understand this yet. This is how you do this. This is how you do that. And she helped me navigate life skills, like real physical yeah. life skills. Yeah. Kind of integrating yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. I bet too. That's really cool. Yeah. Like yeah, that true. was going to be one of the questions I was going to ask, like if your abilities were different, but you guys are on it. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Well, so and, I would love to know, like, what kind of stuff you teach on your podcast and what, what your podcast I've, I've listened, but, uh, you know, listeners that maybe they haven't. So what, what kind of stuff do you do? Um, what kind of 
What do you offer your listeners? So what Jen and I do is really, we created a podcast that not only is what we do for fun, but a a podcast that we would want to listen to. So for fun, honestly, for all our lives, well, since we were able to drive, we would get in the, the, the car and we would just be like, okay, spirits, take us to a story, lead us so that we can use our psychic ability. And we would use each other to validate the hits we were getting. Wow. That's well. And mm-hmm. there was this one time during the pandemic in 2019, where we were in a, a town in Illinois called Seneca. It and- was right before the pandemic hit. Okay. 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 Jen, tell what happened in Seneca and how this (laughs) became our podcast. So (laughs) we were doing what we do. We get in the car, trying to, you know, feel out our spideys and ask the spirits (laughs) to lead us to, you know, a cool place. And we ended up in um, Seneca, Illinois, which is, I don't know, a couple hours from where I live. And it just felt so bizarre. Like we were getting information about a lot of premature deaths and tragedy after tragedy. And so we uh, stumbled upon a church, Jill, right? Right. A church that had a little grotto that memorialized a a tragedy that happened. There was a massacre of some missionaries by indigenous peoples who lived there at the time. And then we found a cemetery and the cemetery just had the strangest vibe, the strangest energy that Jill and I were like, okay, wait a minute. We need to start researching this right now. So we, we got out our phones and we were able to put together what we were feeling with actual research online in the moment. And it, it occurred to us this is a podcast. We go around and we use our psychic abilities to find stories that we don't know about. And then we tell the stories and you like they it and in then you history. the psychic side to it. Exactly. So it's I don't both. know about you, Misty, but I kind of want an example. <laughs> an example story. You got an example like us, like of something oh like gosh. that that you've done. We have that, about forty examples. <laughs> I want to hear it right now. I think the best one is the first one that we did, Nashville, Michigan, because Jen was my navigator because it's near where I live, and she was really experimenting with her own ability and really relying on our people on the other side to guide her and to guide us into a story. Yeah. Jen, tell us a little bit about our Nashville story. I like when she tells stories. Sorry, <laughs> she always like, does this. She's like Jen. You talk. You tell. She about introduces it, it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. and then yeah. she'll and then she'll cut me off. See, they and then she'll cut me off when. We were driving around in Michigan and uh, the funny thing was we kind of wanted a haunted house. We asked the spirits, we, we, every time we start, we do an intention and we asked the spirits to uh, lead us to a story that uh, we didn't know already. And uh, Jill specifically wanted to find a haunted house. Well, we're driving around. Who doesn't love a haunted house? (laughs) (laughs) There are probably people out there who don't, but they're probably not listeners. So really they do though. Secretly. They watch the movies about haunted houses. Yeah, they do. They like yeah. 
(laughs) (laughs) So we're driving around. We get to this little town of Nashville, Michigan, and we stop at a library. And the library, as it turns out, happened to be a the house of the Putnam family, Jill. Putnam family. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, and it, yeah. it was purported to be haunted, believe it or yes. not. We we round up at the library, which was a haunted house. Well, long story short, we had some experiences that were pulling us to a story there. And we found that back when the Putnams were alive, they had a maid who had um, a relationship with someone related to the family died under mysterious circumstances and her death was covered up in the media. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we told her story. Her name was Gertrude. We called her Gertie and she stayed with us. And we were so moved, so moved that we were able to give her a voice that she inspired the rest of the podcast. Because from then on, we always asked the spirits to lead us to a story previously, previously unknown to us, but that also gives voice to the voiceless. Yeah. And it does. Yeah. yeah. I love that because, you know, I have heard of, of Putman's and because um, I love to, to read about all that kind of stuff too. But um, yeah, I didn't know anything about a maid. So you're right. That did give her a voice. That's amazing. Mm. I love that. She's been yeah. our patron spirit ever since then. That's cool. That's, oh, that's true. So cool. I still get I goosebumps it. when I think about her. <laughs> I really do. Because she's, you know, she's yeah, such a strong spirit. With her, do you see her? How do you like tell the listeners how you experience mediumship? Because everybody mm. kind of does differently. She so what is your experience with mediumship? How do you like do you see them in your mind's eye or in your with your eyeballs or do you feel them? So honestly, it's kind of like what it's kind of like asking, how do you experience pizza? Right. <laughs> you have the, you I have eat it all, all these different, yeah. <laughs> very quickly, very easy to describe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there are so many different ways. So when I was a kid, I realized that I was experiencing just feeling the energy and knowing that they were there and communicating that way. And then as I grew up, I would get things in my mind's eye, right? It's almost like a screen in the back of my head that, that is used that spirit can utilize my senses to fill that that space with uh, an image. Then I get feelings of media references like um, like Kathy Bates in Misery or things like that will come to that will give me that feeling of of something that I, that I understand that the spirits are trying to use my soccer girl of reference to it communicate something really complex. Right. Or I can hear them literally yeah. hear them as like if there's. Yeah. Clear audience right next to me or clear audience could be if there's a song stuck in your head, that's yeah. clear audience, too. You yes, know, so when you it when is. you hear them, is it like a real voice or is it in your head? Like the clear both, audience. But, both. OK, yeah, yeah, that's both. how I am. Like, I, I don't really hear it. But every once in a while, I'll hear someone calling my name or something like a real voice, you know, but it's usually mm-hmm. just like in there. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. You know, so. when you can hear it outside of yourself, then I know like, this is serious. I need to pay attention, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good point. <laughs> it's like a smack in the face. <laughs> or yeah. I have taken a, the wrong pill this morning. Oopsie. <laughs> 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 now, Missy, I know you're dying to ask some questions. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I can tell your eyes are like, raw. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. So uh, I think that's so cool. I always wanted a sister, but I guess Lisa's as close as I get. Um, <laughs> but 
but you two, I bet, work so good together because you are sisters. Um, can you tell me about like your mother and your grandmother and how they saw things as you were growing up as well? Like, how did your grandmother see things and how did your mother see things? And 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 Jennifer, tell me how you see things. Mm. So grandma, grandma would have dreams um, and that would that would come to life. Um, grandma was very religious. Um, she was very, very Catholic. She was the kind of person who, when she had the means, went to church every day. Grandma prayed for hours every morning and every night. And you would be sitting in grandma's kitchen and she would suddenly look and then get up from the table and say she had to go pray for a spirit who just walked into the room that you Aww. couldn't see, but someone yeah. came for help. So um, she was always praying for spirits. She could see them. Um, she would tell us stories about spirits who came to her. Um, and some of them were scary. Like, um, she believed and experienced, um, uh, an evil spirit come to her, uh, to, uh, intimidate her into stopping some of the work that she was doing. Um, and as a child, that's terrifying. You know, (laughs) when we were terrified, (laughs) we were. So when the devil comes into your yeah tell me that story yeah okay okay so um so like I said grandma used to go to church every day and um one night she was in her bed she was praying and um and a man walked into her bedroom and again grandma saw dead people all the time so if a stranger walked into her bedroom it was just like oh it's another spirit who needs my prayers right yeah and the man sat on sat on the edge of her bed and he had he had a hat on and he was dressed very nicely. Grandma would tell the story that he was he was in a suit and he was very handsome and he had like a little bit of chin hair. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, and a hat. And so he said to her, I told you not to go there. And she was like taken aback, not because there was a stranger in her bedroom, but because right. of his tone, he was mean and angry and accusatory. And so she said, Um, I don't know you and I don't know what you're talking about. And he said, I told you not to go there. And um, he got it got more and more like the energy was was stronger and more evil. And and when he took off his hat, then she could see two horns. So it was the devil or a demon. She called it the devil. Um, And then um, she she realized what he was talking about was her going to church like she he had told her not to go to church. And um, what she did was she she said to herself, um, she she called upon the blessed mother, Jesus's mother. She called the blessed mother. She said, blessed mother, come and step on his head. And then he was gone. (laughs) Grandma was Polish Polish and uh, didn't have much English, but she could tell that story and and uh, and he vanished. Oh, wow. That's a good story. Okay, now continue. About- <laughs> Inappropriate to tell your your grandchildren who I think I was like five. I was like, I'm not sleeping alone. I know. It was terrifying. Um, do you want to talk about mom, Jill? A little bit about what mom used to do. Mom is mom was very special. She had the doubting Thomas mentality. As a matter of fact, mom was called doubting Thomas by our grandmother. <laughs> she often found herself in moments where she was surrendering to spirit being like, I cannot do this by myself. I need you. And she really used that surrender to bring in 
her helpers in that way. So there have been times where, you know, Jen came home from school. I love this story where mom was doing earth magic spell to get someone out of her life. Um, she was constantly laying on the, the rec room floor with books spread out, like fanned in front of her so that she could by hand get someone's natal chart done and then progressions. She was just a very special. The thing is about our, you know, with all this aside, just their presence, when you were in our grandmother's presence, you felt like there was a reverence to that. Mm -hmm. You felt like you were in the spirit. You you felt the spirit when you, when you were around our mom, individually, everyone felt special and connected to her. It was a real gift that she had. So even without like talking about this woo woo stuff, just who they were and the energy they invoked was just love and kindness. Mm -hmm. Awesome. That's true. It seems like a lot of the people who work with energy and and are are good at it and help people, they have that energy that other people are attracted to and want to be around them and learn Uh from them. Although some people get taken advantage of because of that, which I'm assuming all of us have been. Um, That's why we, you know, learn to make boundaries. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Missy, you asked... You asked Jen and I that we work together because we're sisters well. And I just want to address that. Yeah. I love my sister. I think Jennifer is perfect in every way. I really honestly do. Here. No, I'm serious. But, but it's work. <laughs> it's work. Wait for that butt. <laughs> we work on our relationship. It's not like when you're doing psychic work, it's vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And so we have yes. to trust one another. Yes. And so it it is, it is a relationship that we constantly work on. And people say to me all the time, like, oh, you're so lucky. We we weren't naturally like this. We made the choice to work through our traumas to get mm-hmm. to a point. And I think we didn't even have that awareness until after our mom was beginning to transition out of this world. And we realized that we were not only able to work well together, but there are some things we have to do together because the mission is greater than either of us. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, mm-hmm. talk about uh, twin souls. What helps is that we really focus on the voiceless for our podcast. Um, The fact that Gertie, that spirit brought that into focus for us was pivotal because I got to tell you, um, we are our sisters and we are um, competitive with each other. Right. And so it's so easy to fall into who's getting more hits, you know, like what's our story? Who's who's, you know, like who's more psychic or whatever. But we we don't have any of that because it's not about us. It's about the voiceless. And that just that changed everything. You know, I are too. there's no there's no competition. You know, Jill Jill and Jennifer. um, So you're giving a voice to the voiceless. I love that so much. Uh, there's probably listeners to this show who who wouldn't come out of the closet in any way, you know, about what they mm. were experiencing. I yeah. would guess I would have been one of them in my twenties, probably. If this podcast, if there were podcasts, and I wouldn't tell anyone I listened to mm. this. So maybe those voiceless people who, who are feeling voiceless anyway, and they want to work with their energy, or they want to work with their psychic side, and mm. they're starting out. They're listening to podcasts. They're learning but they're still unheard and they still feel insignificant. What kind of advice might you give them? Wow. I love that question. Mm -hmm. I do love that question. First, I want to say that it's twofolds. One, it's, 
you don't have to, as a person, just in general, tell everything about yourself to people. There is no, you don't have to walk up to someone and say, I, I identify as psychic and uh, it's none of their business. Just like right. if I were to say, I like drinking margaritas, no one cares. You yeah, can I be care. You. I like drinking margaritas. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll have a margarita. <laughs> <laughs> You can be who you are and not, I feel like so many people want to say I'm psychic and like yell it and scream it and skip it. It's, it's not a thing. Just be you. And just by you being you, people will understand that you may be different or special, or you may have insight into things that other people might not. Right. So that's, that's one. And then two, Jen and I, um, we're really thoughtful about creating a structure for which we think people could access these abilities. And um, I have some notes on it. Jen, do you, are, are you prepared to talk about that a little bit? Tell me more about, I'm not sure what you're referencing. <laughs> the awareness, our, our, our five steps. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not prepared to talk about that because I don't feel like it's fully fleshed out, but I think you know, one of the things that we really do want to do is make this accessible to the everyday person who might not identify as psychic, right? To, you know, take something like spell work and make it really sort of everyday. If you, like, you don't need the eye of Newt. If, if you just have like a quiet moment by yourself in the tub to envision the light of heaven, refreshing yourself that's spell work. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, let's take yes. the woo woo right out of it. Yeah. You know, you do a good space. That's what I say. <laughs> all the time. I cheat space. in games all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I have that attitude. I'm going to beat you and there's nothing else about it. That's it. <laughs> right. You know, so we, really, thing. we try to make it real and yeah. every day. And also yeah. with the, with the people who are voiceless or don't feel like they can speak that's really why I feel like they may feel voiceless. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like that that they need some kind of validation too, you know, but they don't talk about it. So they don't get that right. validation from anywhere but themselves and, you know, whatever else might be out there giving it to them. Yeah. So um, like, let's picture some person in a closet, you know, a little a mm-hmm. woman in a closet. She's about 30 and she's listening to your podcast and then she listens to our podcast and she's like, but how do I know? Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, for me, it's just a, I don't, <laughs> it's just continuously kind of working on it. So that's mm-hmm. what I would say to that person. But I think for that person in the closet, you guys would have a different message. You know, the person who I hasn't, think- you know, just doesn't have the confidence and doesn't know mm-hmm. for sure. doesn't feel validated. doesn't feel confident at all that they're right when they are, you know, mm-hmm. like, honestly, I honestly want to say that this work is very vulnerable. So just being aware that this is something that's possible and being aware that it's something that you want to develop is that's step number one, right? Step number two is calling it to you saying, I I want this. And then once you're saying, I want it, be open to receiving it. So many times we, we say, I want this, but then we don't go get it. Like yes. it's, it's, you can't enjoy your Amazon prime packages if you're not opening the door and bringing them inside. Yeah. So, so that's step two. Step that's the three. advice I give women when I give readings, go after that dude. Don't wait for yeah. him to text yeah. you unless you have a reason right. <laughs> other What's than I want him to. <laughs> yeah, when we sit down and we're like, please God, or please whomever Lord and spirit, I need this. But then it's like, 
you have this love. All it is, is bringing it in, right? People aren't aware of that. They want something to come crashing in and saving them like Prince Charming. It's like, no, you just have to open the door. Yeah. And some people don't really know why they might want to explore their psychic skills or abilities or any kind of magic. Some people might start with the, you know, the hopefully get a job or maybe, you know, get that guy to text you, (laughs) Um, you know, stuff like that. But um, I feel like, you know, I, you know, we talk about this on our podcast, like we think everyone's born this way and you, you know, Mm -hmm. everyone's all psychic. So when most people start pursuing it, from my perspective, if it's not just, you know, in their face from whenever they were started to, you know, like for me, it was just, Mm -hmm. but people who pursue it, some people do it for their, to enlighten their spirit and have a happier life. But some people do it, they start out to get something for themselves, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think once you take that attitude out to get something for yourself, other than self-love and, you know, happiness, because that's like kind of, for me, that's the point. Yeah. um, You know, I think a lot of people who start out wanting to catch that guy or, you know, Mm -hmm. um, make it win the lottery, you know, yeah, yeah, they, even if they start that way though, I think they end up going into the spiritual way Mm -hmm. that that it'll just kind of like, guide them in that way you know (laughs) because you know what in the end it's more fun to help somebody else than it really is it really is yeah Yeah. you get you feel better yeah also my dreams and my wishes for myself when I look back and reflect on my life they were so small compared to what the work that we're doing now and I think that two things, I never, to be honest, I never get what I want, but I always get what I need. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, you That's know what I mean? That's the part comes in. Mm-hmm. You start going, yeah. hmm. I got And it this. wasn't it wasn't <laughs> until that I was older because I when I wanted something, Jen can testify. I was like hell bent, like I'm not giving up on this, you know. Yeah. And it's those things that didn't work out yeah. that really was like something better was coming. Right. It wasn't supposed to. Yeah, exactly. I wish more people would understand that. You mm-hmm. know, it's like you're talking about that guy that you're waiting to t- that you want to text you. Well, maybe that guy is just not the right one for you. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. he's not going to be good to you. Maybe he's going to cheat on you. You just don't know. So that's when you have to trust spirit as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think what a lot of people don't understand when they go into this sort of world looking to get something, you know, like uh, whatever it may be, that guy, the money, the job. I think that they don't understand that it is a psychic work is inner work. It's work yes. on yourself, right? Yeah. And Jill said the word yeah. vulnerable a couple of times. Not only is it vulnerable, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to look yeah. inside yourself and really see, you know and what I mean? And, yeah. and it's uncomfortable <laughs> and it's yeah. a process, right? So you yes. can take something like the tarot is a great, is a great analogy for this tarot, you know, the, the cards they're used for divination and you can turn over a card and try to get a glimpse at what's coming. Right. But if you go deeper, the tarot is, it tells a story of the soul. It's the soul's journey from beginning to end. And if you look at it that way, using it as a tool to look inside at where you are on your own soul's journey that's where the power is you have to get rid of that surface level i want i need and really go deep and and ask yourself do i yeah Yeah. i love it i love it why why do i want this yeah yeah Yeah, or why am i here what am i supposed to learn from this yeah that's my big question yeah Mm -hmm. what do i need to do on this earth right right yeah 
mm-hmm. or even mm-hmm. in any situation. It's when I'm in, in, when I'm in a bad situation, whether it be in my professional life at work or in a relationship, I, and this is just recent, this is not something that I was aware of in my twenties or even my thirties, but I've come to a space where I'm like, okay, this is obviously a point of, of friction with my soul and my being, what am I supposed to learn from this? Yes. And it's always deeper. Yes. Right. Let me learn it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't want to do this again. Exactly. Right. Right. I always say that. Get it right the first time so I don't have to do it again. <laughs> and then some days I'm like, Lord, I don't want to learn anything today. Like, <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. Just can't. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. No such thing. Yeah. So um, where can listeners find your podcast or do you have a website where, where, where can they check you out if they haven't already? Well, you can check us out at commonmystics.net. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Common Mystics Pod. Find us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening to your favorite pods. Okay, I'll put, I'll put your link in the description of the podcast oh, and to the podcast and stuff. Thank you so, so much, fun. you guys. Awesome, so thank you all. <laughs> I feel like I can talk to you two forever. I just I know. Know. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, I could talk to you guys forever. Or a margarita. Oh, yeah, we margarita. should do this again. We should, yeah, we'll do this with margaritas. We'll do a nighttime podcast with margaritas. <laughs> this is fun. We should That'll do it. That'll be a lot, lot of fun, yeah, because yeah, I'm yes. still kind of waking up. Like, I mean, I get up early, <laughs> yeah. and it just takes a while for things to start. Kind yeah. Of. Well, you are (laughs) under the weather still, so you get better. And then for Mm. real, we'll have wine. And we'll just And margaritas. Wine and margaritas. We all live close together. (laughs) Jen's in Chicagoland. I'm in Southwest Michigan. But she's about three hours from me. Well, y'all plan to get together. And then me and Lisa will get together. And then we'll make it a party. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, that's going to be fun. And maybe we'll, we'll end up in, in Alabama on our, we just went through Ooh. Mississippi and go? North Carolina. Oh, we went, our trip in um, November, we went down from Jen's house to New Orleans and then back up through Mississippi. And then mm-hmm. our spring trip that we're working on for season three, we went from, oh, we just drove in a circle around the southeast part of this country. North well, Carolina, you guys West Virginia. Yeah, we, would, we could do like yeah, a like panel or something like that. Right, we're going to yeah. make it happen. <laughs> Yeah, we just want dinner. We want dinner and drinks. Yeah, yeah. we'll do it. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't record. We don't want evidence. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about, like video. Maybe not video. Maybe not arm, video. Like makeup yeah. smears. Yeah. Not. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I also think. Listeners, yes. If we are a psychic, we do drink. It does happen. We never go over the top, though. Ever. If you're a psychic, you never get drunk. Never. You heard Just it here the first. days Never. that end with why for me. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Well, I am very excited about this party we have planned. And um, so thank you so much for being here. And I'm really, yes. really grateful y'all came. Misty, thank you. Oh my as God. Always. Thank you. Thank you. Girls, thank you. And thank you guys. Thank, thank you for having us. Listen, yes, we love you. And I'd also like to thank my sponsor, Everclear. Everclear is an advice app where you get advice from psychics and empaths so you can get the clarity you need to create the life you deserve. And uh, again, listeners, we love you so much. Check their podcast thank out. You. You've got to, Mr. And yes. everybody, have a great day. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Thank you. <laughs>